lock your doors, turn off the lights, and do any of that other shit you usually do when you watch a horror movie. Because now it's time for Screaming at the Screen with Nick and Sarah Jean. And now, here are your horror hosts, Nick and Sarah Jean. Hello, and welcome to Screaming Ear. Is it because you think I'm talking to you that you interrupt me every time? Yeah, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing here. Jesus Christ. Well, this is uh, the podcast uh, Screaming at the Screen with with Nick and Sarah Jean. I am the titular Nick. I'm, I didn't. I didn't have an adjective for myself, but I'm Sarah Jean. Your name's in the title, so you're the titular Sarah Jean. I'm the Tishler. I'm Tish. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the dish. Welcome to the dish with Tish. Welcome to the dish with Tish, where we talk horror. We're talking horror films. Today we're talking about the Blair Witch Project. What if we talk like that the entire episode? And it made me scream out of my pants. Screaming out of my pants with with (laughs) Jim and Nance. Anyway. And Nance talks like this. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we did talk about Blair Witch Project. Now, Sarah, this is a a tradition. I pick the movies every episode because this is Because you have a control problem. Yeah, it's not a democracy. It's a a dictatorship. Democracy. Nictatorship. Anyway. That's so much better than Nictocracy. Nictatorship. I'll give you that one. Um, so, but I picked this one because I hadn't seen it. Because we normally do movies you haven't seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I have get not. To be the expert this time. Yeah. Um, but before we get into the movie, I got to ask you this serious question. Let me stop smiling. How's scuba okay. lessons going? <laughs> Um, did you know that, or do you want me to get into, do, uh, they're not going great. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean they're not going great? Um, we, remember when I texted you and I said, I almost died again this week. We can talk about it on the podcast. That's how I almost died last, ah, Jesus last Christ. week was scuba lessons. <laughs> oh man. So before we get to um, listener, yeah. I know you're, you're not here for the hot movie content. You're here for the hot scuba action. You need to know how scuba lessons went for SJ this week. I know. Or, or was it cold? Is it cold scuba action? I feel like it, since it's, you're probably where were you, where you, where you sc- first of all, where are you scuba diving at? It was at a high school pool. Jesus Christ! Called Roosevelt Elementary, and it was cold as hell. It's cold. Mm-hmm. That's how you died. You almost froze to death. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't die from the cold, although that made it worse. Um, I almost drowned thrice. Thrice? <laughs> Three times in a row. I don't know why I laugh every time I tell it. It's not funny. Um, but it is. Let me set the scene. Let me set the scene. Um, I was in a group of of with two people who were younger than me one one was a high school boy and they were both like beginner divers they're they're called discovery divers i thought you were saying, about to say a high school bully and like he dunked your head in the water that's how <laughs> you like, almost drown drown bitch i don't that would be so rude if he did that but he didn't his, he was very his, nice his name of course was freddy krueger he was saying drown bitch anyway <laughs> um 
they, they were both very nice and the instructor was nice and they were like on their discovery dive it's called so um mm-hmm. which i didn't know you could do i my ass went out and spent hundreds of dollars on a cert a, a like written test certification and all this gear and so i'm like a student diver and they're just like discovery divers they're just trying it out so before we get in the pool we have this conversation and they're like wow so you're like more advanced than us and i was like no i actually am a dumbass who didn't know you could do discovery before you bought all this gear so i could go underwater and have an anxiety attack who knows and they were like haha but that won't happen we're all gonna be great right and I was like, yeah, you know, and we high-fived in slow motion. And mm-hmm. um, needless to say, when we got in the water, I had an anxiety attack is exactly what happened. Sh- long story short, because this podcast is not about me and my scuba lessons. As it turns out, I am a, I breathe through my nose and my mouth simultaneously. I don't know, I, and I've discovered that I think, other people do that, but also some people just breathe through their nose or mouth, vice versa, whatever. Everyone has their own special way of breathing. <laughs> I breathe through my nose and my mouth, so when I got underwater... I'm, the, sorry, I'm, I'm over here trying to do that, and that just seems difficult. You don't breathe through both at the same time? No, it's just one or the other. No, I swear to God I'm strange. <laughs> I'm anyway. strange! Um, and I didn't realize it underwater, so we had to do three tricks underwater to, like, graduate this first course or whatever. You have to practice taking so you did, you did close-up magic underwater? Yeah. <laughs> you have to take out the regulator and breathe a stream of bubbles so you keep breathing. Because you can't hold your breath underwater. You'll, like, you will straight up die. Uh-huh. So that's fun. And then you have to throw the regulator out of your mouth and find it. And then the last trick, you have to flood your mask with water and breathe out through your nose to, like, uh, push the water out of the mask. And little high school boy dude does it, no problem, fist bump with the instructor. Homegirl next to me does it, fist bump to the instructor. And I had done all the other skills and fist bumped and, like, it was all good. And it came to this one. And my mask wouldn't fill. My mask wouldn't fill. Finally, it fills. And I inhaled water up my nose and started choking. Uh And I also didn't realize you could breathe through the regulator. So I just stopped breathing at the bottom of the deep end of the pool, like, altogether. And I did the scuba signal for not okay, which is shaking your hand like, eh. Yeah. And, um... And the instructor had to inflate my life jacket and, and like, I, like, bobbed to the top of the pool. And I was choking, and I just looked at him, and I was like, what's going on? Like, I have no concept as to why I'm drowning. And he was like, you're breathing through your nose. You're breathing through your nose. And I was like, I don't understand what you're talking about. (laughs) And he took me down two more times, and I still didn't understand what he was talking about. And then I finally got to the shallow end and he was like, put your head underwater and breathe through your regulator. And that's when I felt it. Like, oh, I'm bre- I, I started sucking water through my nose. I didn't realize like I was breathing through both at the same time. Um, yeah. So wow. that's how scuba, that's how scuba is going. Is this when we find out you're like secretly like uh, related to Kevin Costner from Waterworld? I could be... I could be. 
listener, let's uh, let's fo- let's Photoshop Sarah Jean on the Waterworld poster. Let's replace uh, Kevin Costner uh, with Sarah Jean. Uh, I've we- never seen that movie, so is he a mermaid or or is is it the opposite? He- he is a gill man. He is he's <laughs> mutated. And uh <laughs> See, I'm not that. That's what I need to be. Maybe it's that though. Yeah, maybe I'm I'm actually like legitimately I already have the the like equipment within my body to be a fish. I just don't need the regulator. That's just getting in my way and the mask. Like I'm already actually a mermaid and can breathe underwater. I love how you refer to or or bi- uh, like biological stuff as equipment. <laughs> yeah, I got <laughs> Yeah, I got the mutant you equipment. You don't call the stuff on your body your equipment. That's what I yeah. call it. <laughs> it's my equipment. <laughs> yeah, my equipment's broken. What do you mean? My feet. My I broke yeah. my feet. I landed yeah. too hard on the ground. And that's, yeah, my nose is broken. And that's why I can't scuba. I, me and my family have been furiously Googling it, though. And it's a very common problem. So all you have to do is just like, well, you may never get over it because like your your anxiety may not let you and then you can't get scuba certified. Or if you practice, which is what I'm holding out hope for, you can get past it. So yesterday I went to Lake Michigan, a 32-year-old grown woman, and I got into the lake around all these children with my full snorkel gear. And I practiced for a whole hour snorkeling. Wow. At least you're at least you're getting into it and and practicing and learning how to 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 scuba normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of your myself instructor's for- like your instructor's like Sarah Sarah Jane. We're gonna give you uh, some homework. What's that? Uh, don't die. Uh, get into some water. Don't die. <laughs> you know? Did I tell you his original? Last weekend, I said, what do I do? Like, how do I, I, I've sunk, like, way too much money into this. There's not, I cannot turn back. What do I do? Well, you like, bought it. you bought a submarine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fully. Like, I, I, ball, I, I maxed out my, my chase freedom, unlimited, on this, Ugh. and, um, there's no going back, and he was like, well, just go home and stick your head in a bucket. <laughs> So last weekend, people asked me what I was doing over the weekend. I said, just sticking my head in a bucket. Jesus Christ. That's what I've got. What are your weekend plans, Sarah Jean? I'm going to stick my head in the bucket. (laughs) Oh, okay. No other. No other information needed. Somebody comes in and you're like upside down with your head in a bucket. I imagine you doing a handstand with your head in a bucket. this even more difficult that that might actually help me focus uh, like take the pressure off of my anxiety if i do upside down that's not a bad idea just go up against the wall and put your put your put your yeah put your back up against the wall and then put your head in a bucket and just kind of hang out yeah there's something to that because sometimes when you yeah you get the body to be distracted by something else it helps you forget about the anxiety so i will i'll try that out and let you let you go. Let you know how it it goes. Please do. How All right. Are, how are you? I feel like I just spent so much time talking about scuba. What are you, are you scubaing lately? What are you doing? No, I'm just, just doing the same stuff. I'm just same as it ever was. Same same shit, different day. Yeah. Um. What am I doing? I'm not really doing. Haven't been doing anything. Watching Blair Witch Project. What you been doing? Let me tell you this. I recently um got drunk off margaritas you are having a margarita summer it's great but i 
was I was watching Ben Hur for the first time because I'm doing this thing in which I'm watching uh, movies going from 1922 to 2022, which I've never seen before. Why? Why the 22? Is it just because we're in the year 22? So yeah, that's okay. I I answered that question real quickly for myself. Yeah, you did, and he also listened it, answered it for the listener. So. <laughs> I watched Ben Hur last Sunday, and I drank um, drank some margaritas, and then of course I watched this very prestigious film, won you know the most Academy Awards ever, and um, whoa, I don't know if it was the most ever, but it was like I think it won like eleven Oscars or some shit. Anyway, Jesus, I'd be happy with just one. Yeah, so I was thinking like, man, I could I could go for some trash right now, and then I looked. Like, I happened to be on Twitter, and, like, somebody posted their rankings of all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Uh. And I was like, oh, I need to buy all those. Then I drunkenly got on Amazon and oh saw no. there were 30 bucks. Okay. I was like, thank goodness you, because if, yeah. If drinking so at Amazon for me is involved, it's like, I'll just go into debt. So, yeah, it was 30 bucks, and then, like, it was, like, previous, like uh, typically bought together, and it was Nightmare on Elm Street, the Friday the 13th box set, which I already have. Yeah. Figured. And then the Chucky box set. And I was like, let's see how much that Chucky is. Clicked on it. 30 bucks as well. And I'm like, guess I'm getting some Freddies and Chuckies in the mail this week. Oh, so week. you did buy it. You did, oh, yeah. pulled, you did spend the money. Pulled the trigger on that. And um, yeah. And also, I've been watching The Offer on Paramount Plus, which a uh, friend of the show, Rip Camelucci, got it. Got me into that because Good old he said. Because he said, I do a great impression of Giovanni Ribisi from it. And then as soon as he started speaking in it, I said, out of all the people I know who can do this impression, it's probably rip. And then I can't wait to hear it. Have not heard it yet. I'm meantime, I'm working on a Matthew good as Robert Evans impression. And the only part I got so far is ready. Anyway, that's all. That's all I've been saying. Work, work, buy a drunken, get yeah, to be ready. Yeah, drunk shopping. I'm over here. I'm over here drinking doing. margaritas, trying to produce the Godfather, and Ruddy's over here t- t- talking to the mafia, and I'm over here just drinking cocktails and doing cocaine, doing blow, doing with my, blow, doing impressions. My, 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 my wife, my wife ran away with it's 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 borderline uh, Cary Grant, this Robert Evans impression. I don't know anyone you're talking about right now, but. It's good. I will tell you that it is a good impression. I don't know who it's of, but I can tell it's good. My wife, Addie McGraw, ran off with Steve McQueen while making the getaway. They, they, We got divorced. They got married. End of story. Uh, the kid stays in the pictures. Robert Evans. Anyway. The chair so, matches the impression, too. The chair that you're in right now. Thank you. I'm in a new recording setup. So if this sounds weird, I apologize. Yeah. So... Enough about me quoting old Hollywood producers. No, more of that. More of it. Let's talk about the. Let's talk about. Let's talk about uh, the Blair Witch Project. Uh, I guess. uh, Which I've never seen before. Um, first reaction. (laughs) First, this is my. This is. I'm I'm gonna tell you my. I'm so excited. This is my gut reaction to this movie. Yes. Okay. 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 Bring it on. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Boring as hell. Oh, Zinga! With two. Like legit scary parts that like it wasn't like scary. It's just like that that constant dread you feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is what the the little bit of horror that I do like. I like the little like uh, anticipation of some bad shit that's gonna happen. Yeah, very Hitchcock esque. Yeah. So um yeah, 
that that's where that's that, that that that's my review of it. Pretty that's boring. It's, with, it's with boring two, and sometimes yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. What were you about to say? You try, what, what was it coming at the end? You yeah, guys? two boring parts with two scary parts. That was two it. Two boring parts. No, two scary. Two parts. two o o boring parts. Two o o. With two t double o t w o. What were the scary parts? Did you? Um, jumping into it would be the part where I don't even, I don't even fucking know which which <laughs> night it was that they were fucking camping. <laughs> Nick is angry. Angry it's, that this movie was so long. So funny. It's not even that long. It's not even an hour and a half. This shit's 81 minutes long. Yeah. But the part that was scary was like, they're all hanging out and they're hearing voices. And all of a sudden, people like start, you know, banging on the, the tent or whatever. And then yeah. they jump out and run away. And that was it. That was the part that was like, Ugh, What the fuck I, was that? That's what she said. Good God. Head I will on. give this movie this compliment. It all felt real because... They were improvising everything. Yeah. The movie from, do you know that, that fun, that IMDb fun fact that I just looked up? It's, it's yeah. fully improvised, which I didn't yeah. know until today when I read that before the podcast. I had no idea that every, I mean, it, it feels that way for sure, but I didn't know everything mm-hmm. was fully improvised, which I'm, yeah, I'll give it props for that. And my opinion is different from, from yours. what do you think? So, I had the same opinion you have when I watched it back in, I probably saw it in 1999 when it came out, and then... Again, you were at the premiere at Sundance, yeah, weren't you? I, I was at Sundance, I was nine years old, <laughs> I've seen some shit, y'all, I, I, I don't know if y'all know this, but I grew up, you know... You rich, were doing cocaine with Robert Evans. Yeah, I was doing... You and... Doing cocaine out off of Robert Evans's uh, stomach, and... Nine years old. <laughs> And I looked up at the screen and I thought, whoa, look at this movie. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> Give me more cocaine, please. By the way, Sarah Jean still looks like she's nine years old. So <laughs> so it, I, I haven't aged since that very day because I was haunted by the movie and became a witch. Um, when I first saw it, I was scared of it because I was nine. And... and mm-hmm. The, but I saw it again in the th- in the 2000s or whatever, and I had the same pretty much opinion you had. I thought it's realistic, but this is fucking unrealistic. Like walking around with a camera talking the whole time. I thought it's boring. I thought it's not scary. You don't ever see anything. This is dumb, 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 dumb. But I tell you what, Nick, watching it again this time, fresh eyes, 32 years old, 2022. Alone in my apartment, watching it alone at nightfall, I a respected it more because I can definitely see like its place in in history of horror, like being one of the first found footage films that I know of. Um, and then, like B, found it more believable because people like it was so strange. People people film and vlog everything now. So the first time I watched this, I was like, this doesn't make sense. No one does this. This is weird. This is like making me nauseous to watch. It's it's stupid. And now being like a little Instagram, YouTube, uh, TikTok baby, I'm like, oh, why don't we have more film like this? Because I, I don't know. It just seems like what I watch all the time. So I found that very interesting. And it made me feel like 
more in the moment, like it was more realistic. And then third of all, I got pretty scared because there was the constant dread. And I, I still mm-hmm. was, I was still pissed off because you never saw anything. IMDb fun fact, they filmed a small, they were supposed to be in the woods, like this quick shot of a woman in a white dressing gown and it got cut and they never filmed it later. And that would have, I feel like, really sealed the deal on the movie for me. I was mad you never saw anything. But I kind of liked it. Kind of liked that. Um, definitely got that sense of dread you're talking about that whole time, and I liked it. I'm. I used to hate this movie, and I'm a con. I'm a convert now. I, I like it. Uh, I don't know. Or maybe I was in a good mood last night. Maybe that. You're about to say you were a convict. <laughs> yeah, I. Again, um, that was in the old days when I did cocaine at the festivals, and then I got arrested. But we're past that now. Yeah, I. I didn't hate it. You I just, uh, I just didn't love it. Yeah, it's not my yeah. top. But it, it, I, I at the time thought this doesn't deserve near the hype it's getting, and it got a lot of good and bad hype. I remember when it came out, a lot of good, a lot of bad, and I just thought it's, it's not worth it. But I get it now. I get it now. It's 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 very innovative. Yeah, I will say that it's a very innovative movie because. Before then, because the whole thing was like, oh my, you know, word of mouth. It was like, yeah, they made, like, they found this footage. The marketing for it. Yeah. Which, like, the only other movie before that that I could think of is uh, Cannibal Holocaust. I've never seen. Mm-mm. Which, um, they came out in, I want to say the late 70s, early 80s, or it might have been early 70s. Anyway, it's an Italian, it's an Italian picture. It's an Italian picture there, Severgene, and it's uh, a. I see, anyway. I see. There was currently a, there was recently a Curse Films, which Curse Films on Shutter. Check out that series; it's pretty good. But they did one on Cannibal Holocaust, in which they did interview Eduardo Sanchez, who co-directed this movie. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, we didn't we didn't even know about Cannibal Holocaust. If we had known about that, we would have never made Blair Witch Project." So Cannibal Holocaust is basically like oh. the actors in that movie for that movie had a uh, clause in their contract. In which they couldn't act in anything for a year after the movie. Yeah, uh, Nick, and they had this. That th- they did the same thing with with the actors of Blair Witch. They couldn't be seen for a year after the movie to keep up the hype that they were gone. Yeah, and uh, I mean, which is genius to me. I, I I respect that. Like I fully yeah. respect the marketing around that, and then this this movie as well. I feel like that's all. The, that's all the really all the movie was was the marketing. Like, what was so hype about it? Because it's really, I mean, yeah, it's 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 the most realistic horror movie I've ever seen. In the fact that it's like it's boring, and it's people. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's, and then people bitching for like it's seventy minutes of people complaining to each other. Yeah, which they, they get really I angry at each other. That, that, it was pretty toxic for a while there. Them yelling at each other it was a little a little much. Oh man, this um I'm just gonna hop around in my notes, but like Mike is probably the most uh problematic. I wouldn't say problematic, but like uh I would be like him if I was in that situation. Oh, picture yeah. the, picture this Sarah Jean. Yeah, you would. You would yell. You would you would yell. You're invited to make a uh you're invited to make a documentary. You have to go out to the woods where it's wet. You don't know if you're going to get paid money. Yeah. And you're you're camping for a night. 
already that, that's that's a, that's a no for me right there. If somebody approached me and it's like, hey, yeah, we're making this documentary. We're going to the woods to find this cemetery for this witch. Nope. Um, I'm like, what's the weather forecast? And they're like, oh, it's uh, it's probably going to be raining the entire time. Nah, I'm good. I'd rather not. Like, rather, that's right, how far I... you're willing to go for the movie career. You're like, it's over at bad weather. No way. You hadn't, you, hadn't, you hadn't even asked me if we're getting paid yet. Are we getting paid? Well, no. Well, yeah, I'm not fucking doing it then. Will craft services be there? No, actually, you're going to slowly run out of food and get actually lost in the woods. Um, This just gets worse and worse. Oh, man. Which, for real, the actors did. They, most of it was, like, legitimately real. They actually got lost. Everything was improvised. All the lines. They actually had to sleep overnight in the woods. They actually kept bickering back and forth in real life, but it was mostly, apparently, Josh and Heather... That they had to cut out most of those scenes because it was like apparently the men started just jumping on Heather all the time, getting well, all angry. It's 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 very the way it's set up is very problematic because you got two men versus a woman. Well, which is yeah, what it what it kind of becomes right, and they start yeah they start shitting on her for getting them lost, even though and I still can't make sense of whether she actually got them lost on purpose just to keep filming or not, you know, because she was so obsessed with with filming it. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what, like, out of all of them, she was the one who was like, no matter what she was going to do, she was going to do anything for the shot, you know, and... But, but yeah, it, it, it naturally got to a problematic place because it's just two men in the woods, like, screaming at the yeah. one, one woman there who, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't know. No, I, I don't. I don't really give a shit about anybody in this movie. You know, <laughs> which like, is unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, like you're right. I totally. Um, I didn't care really for anyone. Um, that mu- Yeah, I didn't really connect with any of them. The only real moment of con- connection I had, it, it was a bad one. Um, when Heather is crying in the woods and she's holding on to, like, she, she keeps filming and they keep getting pissed off, which, like, pissed me off, too, because I'm like, you're going to film basically everyone's death. And she's, like, crying, like, it's all I have, it's all I have. And that, like, gave me chill bumps because I was like, that's kind of where we are as a society, pretty much. Like, i got to film it. I've got to get it on film. You know, like, mm-hmm. this obsession with having to... um Got, and I'm getting it, like, roped in with Nope, which I, you, you saw already, yeah, you said, and then I just saw it, which is all about, like, chasing spectacle. That, there was a big moment there where I was just, like, I, I felt... By the way, <laughs> by the way, I, f- I feel like uh, this episode is going to, now that you brought it up, uh, this episode is going to turn into a Nope episode, by the way. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm, like, I, I feared even saying it, but uh, honestly, I want to... I would much rather talk about Nope than talk about this. Talk about it. Should we just uh, just segue right into it? I mean, I still I'll do either. I, I no, let's 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 talk about this real quick and yeah. then we can uh, go into Nope. Do a split so, Do a split little, because, uh, because they're both kind of about the same thing, you know? Yeah. Like like they're about chasing that spectacle at any costs, uh, whether it yeah. be whether it be the cost of others or ourselves. You know? You know what I'm saying? I'm getting real deep. Wow, yeah. I'm going there. I'm going there, baby. Yeah, there's like, because my, my notes for this movie are, are, are only plot beats 
to to like keep me on track for like just in case we did this beat pl- uh, this plot beat by beat. But you know what? Which we usually do, but shall we? Yeah, I just want to go crazy. S- some notes about this movie. I, th- these are my notes that I wrote that like I wanted to talk about was uh, whenever they find because like a lot of this a lot of the p- scenes in this movie are very iconic. Like there's the one where they find all the stick figures hanging from the trees. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're like, it's like who could have done this? And then Mike says, "No redneck is this creative." <laughs> and that that shit just made me laugh. That cracked my ass up. And he said it straight as hell. Like he's even yeah. the line like honest. Like he truly believes no redneck. No redneck this, is this creative. this creative. Has to be a witch. Has to. And then um, later on, because like it's like it's pretty consistent. It's um, it starts off with they go and find this thing called Coffin Rock, which apparently there was like sacrifices at this rock. Yeah, like a bunch of people that like eight or what is it seven? No, seven. Yeah, people got sacrificed, and then there was a cemetery where they found these little rock piles. Seven, to be exact. Did you? Yeah. Did you pick up on that? Yeah, yeah. Seven. So oh my graves. god. It's a They look for a cemetery, but it's really just seven piles of rock. So it's a, ma- a man-made cemetery. Yeah. Well, I guess all cemeteries are man-made. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> witch, uh, nature. A witch-made, a witch-made yeah. cemetery. And then they um, they find a cemetery, and then they decide to go back at night. And then while they're doing that, um, one of them trips over one of the rock piles, and that's when they start getting fucked with. Was because I, I, that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. They knock over a rock pile, and then they summon the witch somehow that way. Yeah. And then it, it basically goes like trying to leave the woods up, which is too late. Better go camping. They get fucked with at night. And yeah. then I think it's like it's like five nights or something like that. Um, yeah, because they're there over the weekend. They're only supposed to be a couple nights, and then it's like uh one two yeah maybe like a couple days after that before they stumble but, upon the house. But yeah, it's like consistent. It's consistent with they're getting fucked with, and then finally they have a night in which they don't get fucked with, and then the next morning they wake up and like all their shits all over the place. Yeah. And then Josh's it's stuff gone. is uh yes Josh's stuff is gone. Or his like it's all no his is all over the place and then he and looks covered down. In it's slime. covered in something. It's covered in something and then Mike goes that looks like slime, and he goes that's just water man that is slime as he touches it. <laughs> IMDb fun fact: it's KY jelly. <laughs> nice. That's a kinky little witch. Hell, hell anyway. yeah, kinky witch. You get it, and girl. Then, <laughs> I'm gonna go down here and put some KY jelly on that man's little thing. <laughs> Ooh, Josh, you looking cute. I won't send, oh, Josh, you, I, send you a signal. Josh, I like that. I like that ponytail you got, and that little beard you got, and them cigarettes. Come back you, to my yeah, house. Yeah. I'm gonna suck it off. Not, I, not oh that. I meant the ponytail. I meant the ponytail. <laughs> not. Oh my god. You made you you made the Blair Witch dirty. Now you're gonna get I haunted. Made it straight up. Right with that. Oh, great. I have so many, so many ideas of how to turn this into a, a X-rated movie. Now, I, um, I Jesus, am Jesus Christ! I can't believe. <laughs> Josh, you at this smoking them cigarettes? Oh my now god! She, she's sucking the. She spoke. She filthy. I'm a dirty ass witch. Oh, yeah, that's right, Josh. You ain't got no cigarettes no more because I got them. I smoked all your cigarettes. Got your cigarettes. We have. Um, we haven't even done the business yet. <laughs> And, uh, 
Anyway, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, the thing gets slimed, and immediately after that, I hit the microphone. I'm sorry. Sorry, Mike. So, the thing, the thing gets slimed, and then immediately afterwards, they got to, um, there's a river, and they got to cross the stream. Is this a Ghostbusters remake? They're slime, and they got to cross the streams? Uh, uh, a little homage there. Anyway, Nothing Eduardo Sanchez. those two things. I only remember Eduardo Sanchez's name because on Eastbound and Down season two, they're looking for uh, they're looking for a man known as Eduardo Sanchez, and it turns out it's Kenny Powers' dad <laughs> posing in Mexico, played by Don Johnson. And um, Stevie Janowski's like, I found him, Eduardo Sanchez. Like bullshit. He's like, yeah, he directed the Blair Witch Project. It's like, God damn it, it's not the right one. Anyway, very funny bit on the television program Eastbound and Down. All right. No, she, I'm trying no. to think of my next note. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Oh. I mean, watch the, watch the movie, folks. It's the classic. Yeah, definitely watch it. You got to give it a watch. I think everyone's always going to be divided on it. They'll either love it or hate it. Um, I hated it. Now I loved it. So I guess you can even go back and forth with it. You know, it's a good time. It's a good time. It's a good scary time. Me and my sister were talking about it. She's, she's like still fucked up from it. Another IMDb fun fact uh, Stephen King asked his, like, uh, son, his child, to bring this to him in the hospital when he was there jo- to watch. Joe Hill? Joe Hill? Yeah, Joe Hill brought it to Stephen King in the hospital. And Stephen King turned it off because he said it was too scary. Too creepy. Hmm. Crazy, huh? Crazy. Oh, one more thing. Fan theory. Fan theory. For a second, rewatching it this time, I thought... What if Heather is actually the witch and she is guiding them out to the house to kill them? You know what? Just say I would love the movie a lot more if that was it. <laughs> that's that's a pretty good fan theory. Is Did that, you come up with that? I yeah, I have not read anything about this at all. I'm sure it exists. I I'm not the only person with a brain out there. But um <laughs> That can I do like that. But isn't wouldn't that be dope as as hell? Like I, I she the only thing that makes me think that it's not is her she does the like monologue to the camera crying telling her mom like she loves her, but but maybe mm-hmm. that's just to save her ass so like so they don't you know try to blame pin blame on her or something. Um but you all you see at the end is him standing in a corner and the camera falling. You don't ever see who's holding the camera, if it's her, you hear her screaming, but, like, could be her. Could be her who got them lost on purpose, who is the witch. And honestly, go, if they, I'm always down for, for a witch story, so, and Heather being there, a witch, so. There's, there's a point at the end where, um, she, because, um, they're trying to find Josh in the house at the very end, because, uh, Josh goes missing, and then they try to find Josh, and they stumble upon this house, which, I mean, it's obvious that they had, like, it's a, it's a low-budget movie, they just found a house in the woods, but that did not seem like a house that a witch would live in, if that makes sense. Oh, like, yeah, it's, it's it was more of a newer house. updated. Very, it was updated yeah. for a witch. But, hey, we're not going to knock this movie. It, this movie's effective and, in what it does. You know. But... Um, and maybe she's a she's a gal about town. We've already established that she's a little, you know, she's of all the witches, she's the um, what's the, she's the horniest. She, yeah, she's the Kim Cattrall. She's the um, what's from <laughs> Sex in the City? Oh my God, I can't Samantha. She's the Samantha yeah. of the witches. She's flirty. 
Um, so maybe she's done renovations and updated for all her uh, male callers that she's getting to come to the house. <laughs> she wants the I'm place a, to look nice. I'm just a horny witch trying to get out and trying to get me a man with a ponytail. <laughs> she loves ponytails. She's very attracted to ponytails. Oh, I don't yeah, my name... Y'all did not know that my name was Blair. My name is Blair. <laughs> my my name first is... name Blair, last name Witch. Middle name Filthy. Can I get an amen? Yeah. Oh, they call me Filthy Witch because I'm Blair, Filthy Witch. Filthy as hell, Witch. <laughs> I'm a Filthy Witch I'm... and I'm Filthy Rich. And... That's right. I got this big house. Look at me. Come on in, everybody. Come on, come on in. And I'll suck, suck your ponytail right off your head like a hoover. Jesus. Christ, like a Hoover. Like a Hoover. You might as well call me Dyson, because I'd be sucking left and right. I'm the Blair Witch, baby. Anyway, um, she's smoking Virginia Slims the entire time. <laughs> that's that smoke they were talking about coming off the river. It was a yeah. cigarette. See that smoke on the river? Oh, that's just, oh, oh sorry. It's cigarettes. just cigarettes. They never panned the camera over. It was just the Blair Witch, like, she's off to the side blowing smoke. <laughs> Like, oh, excuse me, I'm just blowing smoke. I'm the witch. Sorry, I'm the witch. I don't do... You may have heard of me. I'm very horny. (laughs) I only do magic underwater. That's right, I do tricks underwater. See, I can successfully blow stuff out of my mask. Okay. So the witch... The witch can be a mouth breather, and I'm not. Great. That's right. The the Blair Witch... The Blair Witch is scuba certified. You didn't know that? (laughs) All right. Just, Uh, Just another thing I'll never be... Never be what a witch. Else? I'll never be scuba certified. <sighs> the fucking were witch. Damn it. She's got everything. Oh yeah. So at the end of the movie, what I was getting at with the house oh, was yeah, that yeah. the only the only, the only part that I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. But like, it was when because when they go into the house trying to find Josh, Mike has the camcorder and Heather has the sixteen millimeter film uh, camera. Yeah, mm-hmm. her sixteen, the love of her life. I can't. I gotta get on the sixteen. Gotta get on oh, the sixteen. Co- Oh my god. The conversation in the car with um Josh was explaining to her that it's in like everything is in mil- meters. Yeah. Like it was on the metric system. She's like, "Well, it's an American camera." And I was just I was just, I was as a as a film person, I'm like, "Shut the fuck up." Did- anyway, it was very annoying also, to me. And I don't know why that just reminded me of her her one line she kept saying like, "People don't get lost here. This is America. It doesn't happen in America. People don't get lost in America." Oh, yeah. And I was like, "The fuck is she on? People get lost all the time." Like Heather was very patriotic. She n- nothing Heather, could happen. Nothing bad can happen in America. Heather was like super yeah, uh for real patriot. For real patriot. <laughs> um well, they are in New England. All right. So, <laughs> little stupid joke for everybody. What are we doing? Uh, anyway, the house with the with the with the house with We're the camera. We're gonna get to it. We're gonna get to the point. And then she's she's running through trying to find Mike because at this point Mike has dropped the camcorder and we suspect he's been taken by the witch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the camera starts moving and like it's it's moving very smooth. And Heather's, like, freaking out the entire time. So, in my head, I was like, oh, shit. What if, like, Heather... What if Heather doesn't have the camera and it's the witch that has the camera? Yeah, I, I thought that, too, while watching it. I was like, oh, the witch th- picked up the camera. But... And I thought that was really cool. And then it turns out it, it really was just Heather with the yeah, camera. And she, I was like, oh, okay. She fell. Um, yeah. Yeah. Would have been cooler if the witch had the camera. 
We need to remake this movie I th- and change only that. I, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I think Heather should be the witch. I think she should be the witch. I am shocked. I, that was another thought I had after watching this movie. I'm just very surprised that I haven't seen more of this now. Why wouldn't I have seen like a, a YouTuber, a TikTok, or, you know, like a, that was more today's found footage style. Um, well, have you watched, have you watched Host? No, but I will. That's why I was hoping um, to hop on and you would have recommendations for me as well. It's on Shutter. It's called Host, and it's like the whole thing shot over Zoom, so it came out during quarantine. Oh, like, it came out in 2020. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And l- let me tell you, they use everything if so effectively. The The plot is, um, it's a bunch of, it's, it's four friends and a medium on Zoom, and they're going to, like, talk to the, like, like, Go, like talk to somebody on the other side uh, and like it's like it deals with like internet connections and like they do a bunch of they do a bunch of really fun tricks yeah. and like it's only it's like 45 minutes oh long. i love that it is okay it's uh, it's very good i highly recommend I w- it I will. yeah it's called host it's on shutter i'll give it a watch because other than the stuff that came after this movie you know which was more so back in the 2000s i guess with paranormal activity and everything and um which that's a series I have not watched. I have not watched. Any yeah, Paranormal you wouldn't like movies. it either. I don't think if you didn't like this, I don't. I don't think you're gonna like. I think you're gonna be that. Stunt. It's very jump scary, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I'd have to go back and watch it, I guess, because my opinions now are different than clearly back then. Like back then, I thought Blair Witch was stupid, and now I kind of dig it. But um, well, here, here, here's the thing about me is I like there's there's decent found footage stuff, but it's like the VHS. Uh, especially VHS two and the most recent one. Yeah, I saw those. They um, they're good because like it's short segments and like VHS two, VHS two especially because they're short segments and like there's always shit happening on the screen and then they do clever stuff with the camera like camera work and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, like. And then, like, Cloverdale, no, excuse me, Cloverfield, yeah, Cloverdale, Cloverfield. that's a neighborhood in Montgomery. Um, oh, shout out to Montgomery, Clover- Alabama. But uh, Cloverfield, because there's, you know, obviously a bunch of shit happening. But yeah, like, you know, tricks with the camera and just stuff like that. Like, it's a good medium. It's just, I just don't want to watch it all the time. And I feel like it's good in short bursts. Well, yeah, like how we use it. And not it. like a feature link thing. How we, yeah. how we use it every day. Um, I, I think, and I, I would really like to see this. I mean, kind of those formats, but more so like the, with the newest stuff, like TikToks and stuff. I, I would like to see something longer, and I think it's possible shot on that or shot on, I know people have done stuff on phones and stuff. I just think it has to be, like Blair Witch, if if they had just done a couple more like of the camera trick stuff you're talking about, I do think it would have been more effective. Um, I don't know, or I I just kept wanting to see some things like a little glimmer of something mm-hmm. from a distance because I think that that dread feeling it gets to a point where it's almost like a joke that keeps repeating itself. It's like okay, we're done with it now, unless like you actually get it get a payoff at some point. You have to like get a payoff if, if you keep watching it to be able to continue to feel the dread i think that's 
that's why that's one of the reasons why it feels so boring to me yeah is because it's just the, the same shit happening over and over and over again yeah it doesn't change shape you never it's yes it's repetitive it's kind of like cyclical it keeps repeating the same steps and you never get any sort of payoff like as yeah i i kept thinking oh it's doing that thing of like not showing you anything which is that can be so great but then eventually you have to show like a little glimmer of something of of blood or of which they i mean they show the fingers and they show the little sticks and stuff but like i just kept wanting to see some sort of glimpse of the witch or give me something give me gotta give me a little little shot of the witch give me a little shot of the witch sarah jean right now is wearing a shirt that says let me see that witch bitch let me see that witch i'm witch bitch (laughs) <laughs> i need that i need filthy. that shirt actually it says i'm witch bitch for halloween this year i think i'm the witch i'm the witch i'm the witch bitch all right well uh, let's take a little break and then yeah. let's uh let's let's get into nope yeah let's talk about nope oh god oh i'm ready yeah, let's take a little break and let's talk about Nope. It's okay. From Artisan Entertainment, it began as a mystery. It became a phenomenon. And now it's as close as your remote control. For the first time on television, the Blair Witch Project comes to pay-per-view. Experience the movie critics call a groundbreaker in fright. An instant classic. I hear him downstairs! The Blair Witch Project, now on pay-per-view. Lights on. Lights off. You decide how to watch it. And we're back. All right, so... We're back. I've made that joke, I'm sure. I have to have had before. We're back, a dinosaur story. So Sarah Jean and I both <laughs> went to go see Nope separately. I saw it in the proper format, which was IMAX, uh, and Sarah Jean okay. saw it at a little uh, rinky theater. Okay, bitch. <laughs> um, okay, bitch. The, the new 400 theater is iconic, in Chicago. It's a little bitty mom and pop theater on the college campus near Loyola or near Loyola's college campus and tickets are only 10 fucking dollars. Yeah, but the I, movie I get was it, shot. Though. I I should have seen it in IMAX. I didn't know until I watched an interview Jordan Peele did after the movie. So mm, that's I didn't realize how, I knew it was going to be cinematic, right? But I didn't know how cinematic. I didn't know it was shot on IMAX and recommended it to be seen in IMAX. I didn't know. Next next time uh, there's a big movie coming out, text me and say, Nick, was this shot in IMAX? <laughs> should I? Should I? Where should I go see this? I'm. That, you're right. I mean, I probably, I should. I probably won't just to piss you off, but I should. Do your due diligence, folks, and if a movie was shot in IMAX, go see it in IMAX. Go see it in IMAX. I, I might go back out and pay to go see it in IMAX, because I just feel like it would be even... <sighs> Just like, just like thrilling, just absolutely thrilling in IMAX. Not that it wasn't in my little rinky-dink, beautiful little theater. Let's go ahead and talk about it, um, non-spoiler-like, no. no. and just say, um, well, this episode I think comes out in September, but we're recording this like the weekend Nope came out. So, people I think have some, have had some time to watch Nope, so we can yeah. talk about it. Talk about so it we're about to. We're about to enter spoiler country, everybody. Sp- spo- spoiler. Sp- spo- I don't. 
I don't know what I was trying to do there. I was trying to come up with a catchphrase for spoiler country. And if you got them, spoil them. <laughs> come on down to spoiler country. If you got them, spoil them. Spoil them. Spoil them. Got them, spoil them. Hey, we're about to spoil them down to spoiler country. So. Otherwise um, known as Jupiter's Claim. Oh, man. I'm so excited because uh, we're uh, Sarah Jean and then some other friends. We're all going to go on a trip to Universal Hollywood. We are going to Hollywood Horror so, Nights, and we may do an episode about it later. We're going to see Jupiter's claim, motherfuckers! Yeah. Ha ha ha! Uh, but yeah, uh, it's going to be there. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Gonna... All right, calm down. <laughs> I'm like bouncing. You, no one can see me, but Nick can see me, and I'm physically bouncing out of my chair. But yeah, it'll I'm high look. on horror and coffee. <laughs> yeah, it'll be um, it'll be there while when we're there because Jordan. I watched the interview with Jordan Peele. He was like, "Yeah, this is gonna be here." So yeah, I think they're gonna do the like tram through tour through it. Maybe. Yeah, I watched a Today Show interview and like that they, they filmed it on at Universal Studios and the tram drove through and they like yeah that's the one I watched. That's the one I watched where I was like dumb idiot. I should have gone to see it on IMAX. Yeah, this, this, um, I, yeah, I really liked it because it was, it was a definitely a Jordan Peele movie, which is always nice to watch a movie and then get the feel from yeah. the director and writer. But like, it, it was, was like, him, but it was different. It was, it felt different. It's definitely his take on the Spielbergian, like yeah. horror sci-fi from like the late seventies. So yeah. like, it was Us definitely like, the alien. Yeah. yeah, like jaws and close encounters and it was great which because apparently um the actor that plays angel i forget his name um he like gave him a list of movies and the first two movies on the list were jaws and close encounters what yeah. oh very cool very cool uh, who is who is uh, i i didn't i didn't remember names because if i watch something once i won't remember names but who's the character of angel He's the uh, the 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 fries electronic guy. Oh yeah, that's what I figured. That's what yeah. I figured. Okay, yeah, yeah. And and Barbie, Barbie uh, Fer- Ferreira, I think is her last name from Euphoria. She had a cameo. I was so excited to see. She was his um, hot Cheeto cohort oh. <laughs> at the at the electronic. She's um, one of the main characters in Euphoria, and it was great to see her. She's fabulous as always. Never seen it. I, I do not think you would like Euphoria at all, but hey, I've been wrong. It's why I have a, You're talking to a dude who's over here practicing his Robert Evans impression. Ruddy. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. you don't strike me as the type to love super, like, We're uh, trying to get the Godfather teen, made. Teen drama, angsty yeah. drama. Me, on the other hand, love a good raunchy, angsty teen drama. <laughs> I, well, you're actually, just... I would have never pegged myself for someone who would love that show, but I... I I'm, I'm a drama bitch, so I loved it. Sarah Jean just did a hair flip. I just wanted to say that out loud. I'm a drama bitch. Hair flip. Um, yeah. So this movie... Yeah, so obviously with like... Uh, it's just funny starting off the movie with uh, the whole Gordy thing. Because like, you're like, what uh, the fuck is this shit? Which I just loved and was and was just so disgusted and terrified by like this gore. I don't know, like so it was just so visceral this moment with Gordy. Oh, and intrigued because you don't really see what's going on until later with Gordy. Um, but it's it's scary. It's weird it's, and scary. 
it's almost like uh because a lot of great movies like get out uh the the opening of get out's like a great short little like little short film with yeah. Keith Stanfield like going through you know the streets and then getting kidnapped right it's and been then a while um since I saw it. and then I think about it also made me think of Midsummer because Midsummer, the opening yeah. of that movie could could have been just a short film on its own. Oh my god! Oh my god! The opening for Midsummer gutted me. I've yeah. never felt. I've never felt like. I told you after I watched it. I, I've never had a film have a moment that like physically hit me in the gut. Like I felt uh-huh. it in my. Like I was sick. And it, actually, it was in um. In Hereditary, it happens, too, when she is crying and wailing after the... I'm going to spoil so many movies, but after the death of the daughter, that that moment was the same moment for me where my gut felt like it was in a knot, like I thought it was going to throw up. Mm-hmm. Um, because just you don't see grief and death like that on screen. I don't know. A lot of people just don't go to that place and oh my gosh oh anywho but yeah yeah, yeah the, that li- the, the little vignette at the beginning of gordy yeah that was very um very mysterious and you're like what yeah. the hell's going on and, and then, very entertaining and intriguing and yeah yeah and then it cuts to you know the stuff with like and then the stuff with keith david and like like you know riding ghost and like talking about you know, getting everything ready or whatever, and then like the just shit starts raining from the sky and it's uh, metal. The dime, yeah, the dime. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. It's just, uh, it's so good, and that's just the first like ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, that's not even going into it overall. Yeah. I mean, what what is the length of the uh, longer two hours and something, some change? Yeah, some change. Little, Speaking of dimes, two hours. <laughs> um. You think you're so fucking funny. I think I am, therefore I am. <laughs> you listen to me, Peters. Anyway, um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, the uh, to get to the big twist of it all, the twist that it wasn't a flying saucer, but an actual like being. Yeah, yeah. Was just it, like, isn't it alien itself? Which if, yeah. At first, I was like, do I do I absolutely love this, or am I like? Because I got attached to the saucer, and I was like, do I like this or not? I couldn't couldn't tell when it changed into the being. But it, but it, but it made sense, because it was set up. It's like the shapeshifter, because it's set up from the beginning that it's eating people immediately, and it's going into its gut, which I love that. Yeah. The, the saucer is the monster itself. Yeah, I, I do. I like it. Visually, it's also- wild. Wild. I also really love uh, them like cutting it up with like by horse that gets taken away, and like yeah, because like each you know every every time they introduce the horse, it's the horse that gets taken, and then like the fucking twist where you think it's gonna be Lucky, but Lucky is the one that doesn't get eaten. It's all the people at Jupiter's claim. Yeah, great that was twist. just. Mwah. Great that was twist. so fucking funny. Because you only ever see, yeah, it's only ever the horses that are the focus of the attention, and and they think that like it's a horse issue. Nope, it's a people issue. Turns out it's gonna eat you too. Do not yeah. test it. Do not test it. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. Anyway. Which is <sighs> great. Yeah, the whole while that guy at the at Jupiter's claim was just baiting the monster, and then then it's like, nope, I'm I'm tired of horses. I'm gonna eat you now. 
I uh by the way, I love it every time OJ says nope. Nope. It's nope. just it always comes at a very good nope. moment. Nope, nope. 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 Yeah, I knew it would. I knew it <laughs> I knew they would actually say nope in the movie. And every time it happened, I was just delighted. The whole the whole audience laughed, like because that's the that's the feeling of just like uh uh-uh, uh 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 <laughs> no no even though he- they're they're all running towards it like they're all like after the monster and the shot of the monster yeah. it's like also when it here's I feel like I was the only person who was really laughing at all the jokes in, in my screening, which was very unfortunate. Like Michael, um, Michael Wincott's character as the the DP, um, Antler. What's his name? Antler's Hoyt or something like that. Antler's Holt. Anyway, I forget his name, but he's played by Michael Wincott. He's the you know the camera guy. Oh and, yes. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You have to tell me like what they did because I I don't remember any names. Still, he, he was yeah, a yeah. director of photography, which is DP for short, just oh, to give okay. you a little well, film lingo. Anyway, he um just his thanks, little but no, thanks. I would like to be ignorant about film while I have a podcast about film. Thank you. Oh my god. But his uh his little short answers to stuff was just very funny. What a great character he was. Like a like every everyone's every every character in this world of like uh. It's a whole like homage to, you know, Peel said Hollywood and and the yeah. trying, trying to achieve fame or spectacle or what have you, and and everyone played such a great part in that world. They had such a great distinct character. So the part where uh, the part that I like laughed the hardest at was whenever, um, yeah, like Michael Wincott's character, uh, like they got the sh- they got the shot of. Jean Jacket, the yeah. monster, yeah, on the IMAX camera, and then he looks at the sun and sees that it's setting, it's magic and it's about hour. to be. It's it's like it's magic hour, time to get the impossible shot, and I just die. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I just rolled my eyes. I was like, of course, a fucking course. I was like, and he's gonna get eaten right up. I knew it. I was like, yeah, idiot, idiot, idiot. Um. But I, but but it was so great. What a great moment! I can't remember if anyone laughed at that. My audience, as usual, I was disappointed with the amount of emoting that my audience did. People don't like emote like they used to at the movies. I don't think, or maybe I'm just not going to the right shows. But I went to opening night. It well, was here's the thing. It was a smaller theater, but um, people were laughing. But they weren't like, you know, I've been to some premieres where people like they laugh, they audibly talk back, they they clap at the end, you know, like I love going mm-hmm. to shows like that, like at like at Music Box in Chicago or you know, every now and then on an opening night I'll get an audience like that. But this was my audience was cool. They just they just weren't like super vocal. Yeah, the only like in Chicago wise, the only like really vocal audiences are like Music Box Theater. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. Arclight had some good crowds. I remember, like, Avengers Endgame, that crowd was very, very good. Yeah. But Music Box was always the best crowd reactions ever. Because that was, like... Because that was... It's just legit people who love going to see movies. And they just, you know... And they're not... Like, they know know that movies are not, like... It's not like the theater where where you feel like... And the theater's not even like that. I don't know why people get this idea that they can't, like, speak up and... um, I mean, you can't talk back at this person on stage. But, like, you can speak up and express your emotions that's that's the whole point that's what's so beautiful about like going to see let me get all hippy dippy here but like for real going to see art together my favorite part is 
is being able to emote whatever I'm feeling and having like the audience also be feeling the same thing and be able to hear it and feel it and sense it. Like Mm -hmm. that's the whole point of continuing to go to see things in person rather than just sitting alone at home on our phones. And, And I miss it sometimes that people feel like, you know, I get it. It's vulnerable and it's weird. I think people feel like they have to be quiet, but I'm telling everyone PSA. Don't don't be worried. Be loud, y'all. Go cry in public at a movie. It's all good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Go clap. Go laugh. Yeah. Everything everywhere at all at once was great. I saw that. I saw that at Alamo, Brooklyn. That was very good. Oh, Spider Man No Spider Man No Way Home opening night was very good crowd reaction. Everything but everywhere that, that, all at once was. Whew. But um. It's so beautiful. So good. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else. But yeah, that whole. Like no, that whole movie just had me hype. Like the whole whole time, I was just like, it was just nailing everything I love about movies. I think that's like, yeah, it was just incredible. I yeah, I was, and for a two hour long movie, it's a pretty big feat, I think, for anyone. But for me personally, definitely with my attention deficit, it kept me entertained the whole time. I mean, I I, I didn't get up. I I usually I have a, a small bladder too. I didn't get up to go to the bathroom. I didn't even think about it. I was in my seat enjoying it from start to finish. I was like just smiling afterwards. I was very pleased with it fully. I went to the bathroom once, and that was um that was after that was after uh. The monster Jean Jacket. Uh, I'm just gonna call him Jean Jean, Jean Jacket because that's what that's what they called him Jean Jacket. Because whenever it uh, like ate all the people at Jupiter's claim, and then OJ's trying to get back to the ranch with Lucky, and then it was the sequence where like he comes back, and then then Jean Jacket like shits out everything on top of the. I was gonna like, say throw up, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, like throw on the on the. I mean, let's, I, yeah, I let's think, just say I he took a. I think that's so cool too that he ran, he th- he essentially regurgitates all the all the like loose Bone, change and all the change and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, and the blood on the house. Come on, the raining yeah. of blood on the house. God, how great was that visually? But like after that sequence was over, and I was like, all right, we've had two crazy sequences back to back let me i'm gonna go to the bathroom and then yeah. i came back and then there was a third and like it was like i thought it was gonna be a lull for a second since yeah. we had like two sequences back to back but then we had the whole thing where oj was like trying to get them trying to get um guy what's kiki palmer e- trying to get emerald and angel out of the house mm-hmm. and um <laughs> Anyway, and then, like, no, Jean Jacket's back again. I'm just, like, because I, I came back, and they were, like, it was still happening. I was, like, damn it. Like, yeah. There, there's, not I, a, there's not a bathroom break moment, really, in this movie. I mean, I, I, that I felt. I, there was never, I never really, I planned out my liquids accordingly, so I didn't have to go. But uh, yeah. if I had to, I, I couldn't find, I couldn't think of one. I couldn't think of one either. Well, yeah, oh. Very funny Don't movie. It. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm a tired boy. Little tie um, tie. God, Somebody need yeah. their little winks. My family, <laughs> my 
My family calls sleeping winky winks now because we went on vacation. I didn't get enough sleep. My dad woke me up at 7 a.m. and he tapped me on the shoulder and I like, I, I like growled at him. I was like, mm -hmm. leave me alone. I didn't sleep. And he goes, oh, someone's upset because they didn't get their winky winks. <laughs> and so now every time I bitch to my family about not getting enough sleep, they say, oh, someone needs to get their winky winks. God damn it. Fine. And I hope you're all listening and you know. How mad uh, so, I am at you when I don't sleep and when you tell me I need winky wings. Oh, uh, that's so funny. Um, winky wings. So uh, a really cool thing about this movie that I really loved was um, it was shot by Hoyt Van Hoytima. Mm -hmm. I think I'm, yeah, I'm so, saying that. Hoyt Van Hoytima. What else and have they done? I know they're huge, but again, I don't know names, even though I have movie podcasts. I don't. He shot. He shot Interstellar. He shot... Um, oh, okay. That makes sense. After seeing the, the jellyfish in the sky moment. Uh, yeah, he he shot Dunkirk. Which I Dunkirk. just recently watched. Yeah. <laughs> I texted Sarah one night, and then she was like, yeah, because I was asking her to do something for me, and she was like, yeah, I'll do that after um, I'm done watching Dunkirk. In which I asked, what the fuck are you doing watching Dunkirk? Because that is the most unsarah Jean movie ever. I have never watched, nor would ever watch, a movie in that genre or style. Why am I, I watching it? Harry Styles, baby. Harry, That's why. Harry freaking Styles. Letting you know. <sighs> Got a crush on you, baby. <laughs> Let's date. I mean, he, he obviously does date older women. Older women. I, I know. I know. Once I saw that trend, I said, I'm hopping on. <laughs> I'm, I'm older, and I'm ready for you now. <laughs> I'm older, I'm wiser, and I'm I'm vocal about what I want, so I hope you know, Harry. I'm coming for you. Um, my sister's so going to laugh so hard because she can't roll her eyes hard, hard enough at this blossoming obsession I have with, with him. So, um, yeah, but I anyway. It. I watched it. It Anyways. was good. It's a good movie. Yeah, I know it's a good movie. I he saw did, it and I'm... He did great in it. But aside from that, the movie's great. I saw it in 70mm Music Box. Uh, two things that have come up before in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. But um, there's like a sequence where it's right after... I think it's when... Because Ghost got taken the first time. What was the second Ghost? Clover? Yeah, don't I? I can't remember people's names, let alone horses' names. So yeah, it's like because because but, but yeah, Clover well, was one of them. Clo I think it's when Clover gets taken, and then like great horse names too. Which yeah, o OJ goes out and he's like looking at the stable, and then he, it's like a mixture of the sound design and the shot composition where he's like looking up at the sky, and then i just it was it was just a great moment in which me and the movie were in sync with what needed to be seen mm -hmm. and because like something happened and then like i i turned my head to look and then the camera followed me and that was just like so cool to see and just like i just love how because there's like a lot of movies it's like a phenomenon now because a lot of people watch movies on their phone but obviously this movie was made by the theater because there's like there's some close-ups, but most of this movie, like, the camera's yeah, back it's away. It's huge. It's huge. It's, like, so much space. Like, the scope is just so huge. And, like, especially the shot where OJ is, like, at the end of the movie. Because they're trying to get footage of Jean Jacket. And then, yeah. like, OJ OJ's running. 
and like like he's riding Lucky through the horse, which that whole oh my god, the, I'm like I'm getting goosebumps just talking about yeah. it. that shit was so cool. Yeah. And um, but he's like running and like they obviously know that Gene Jacket doesn't like the rope, like the flag rope, so he like rigs it where he <laughs> which has like is a, another just just. I, I want to call it a, a it's a cute moment. I don't know. It just makes me smile so much that this the flags. It's just so quirky and funny that the, yeah. the monster, the human eating monster that'll eat anything, gets choked up on these little cute flags. It's just yeah. so great, so but, uh, hilarious to me. Ooh, excuse me, but like the the shot back, we're like. Jean Jacket's about to eat OJ and Lucky, and then like he pull he pulls the ripcord, and then the parachute comes out with the flags attached to it, and then Jean Jacket goes, "Nope," yeah, and then yeah. and then turns, and yeah. like it's just nope. a big, and then they cut to this big wide shot of like it like turning on its side, like mm-hmm. going away. Oh my god, it's it was so gorgeous! Cool. It is uh, so gorgeous. Am I gonna have to go see this movie again? I think I'm gonna go I see it again so. in IMAX. I think I'm going to. It's just too pretty not to go see an IMAX. And you know what, Nick? I haven't treated my ass to an IMAX movie in years. I do not remember the last time I paid for premium for that that shit. Uh, it might have been since like we went to go see a movie at ArcLight. I deserve this. <laughs> I think we deserve this. We deserve this. Should we buy? tickets to know should we should we i think we deserve, I think we deserve this it. we deserve, I deserve this should i get some nachos while i'm there should i be nasty should deserve. i be a nasty girl should i be a should i be a, a filthy witch anyway should I, be a should I be a little filthy witch uh should i like sp- find a guy in the audience who has a ponytail and like <laughs> make out with him should i be a little Sarah Jean uh, Peters was uh, covered was, in cheese sauce. Uh, yeah, we we have uh, on tonight on the news a local woman got kicked out of an AMC because she was <laughs> sucking on some random dude's ponytail. She was covered in cheese sauce. <laughs> she she was as she was and being it, thrown into the car. Uh, she kept yelling, "I'm a filthy witch! Call me Blair! I'm a filthy witch!" <laughs> and it's just a mug shot of me on the news wearing a shirt that says, "I'm a I'm the witch bitch." <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, this is the most uh the i think we're the one podcast that consistently comes up with great t-shirt ideas every episode oh yeah and someone's gotta be out there with with the capability to print these it's gotta it's probably because we've been spending all we spent all that time during the lockdown playing tko with our friend groups oh yeah yeah it's true oh tko is such a fun game so shout fun. Out, shout out to Jackpot Games. Shout out Jackpot Jackpot Games in Chicago. What's another? We even know people working there. We, we yeah we do people we do we do people we do know people. <laughs> we do people know. We do people we know there. We do know people work there. So I'm trying to think of another thing in the movie that was really cool. I I love the end. The I I did not see the, the like the twist of the photograph via the wishing well and then all that, the paparazzi coming up on it. So it's like the sense that she finally got the photo, but everyone else had already perhaps gotten it on film. It's just like all the PR folks or whatever or the news stations. I I I love that. Well, I think what they did was they saw the uh like balloon and then they she got the actual photo. Well, I don't. Yeah, they you don't they think came. They, 
No, they came too late because they came. Oh, okay. They came after so you it think exploded. She got it. I yeah. was thinking maybe it was like I couldn't tell, and maybe it was filmed so you couldn't. I thought this could either be like a really happy ending, and she got the photograph, which would make sense because it was built up so much, or it was really sad because she had this look of like being exhausted, and, and then she looks over at the news crews, and I was like, well, fuck, they already got it. They already got it. Like she missed the shot. They, they already did it. I don't know. They never really say. I don't think. I feel like she got the shot, but the more important thing was that OJ was still alive. Yeah, obviously. That they both survived. That they both lived. Uh, Rather than getting the shot, even though it felt like that's all that mattered, uh, they both lived. That is what actually mattered. And that the death of the being, that it popped like a balloon, was just so... Again, just whimsical and fun and, and, and... and fucked up. I don't know. Like, I didn't expect it to just explode. Yeah, that was very fun. Or, like, pop. Like, a, again, it didn't, like, explode with blood and guts everywhere. It just pops like a little balloon in the sky. So Yeah. The part that cracked me up was, like, when the motorcycle motorcyclist rolls up. And you're like, who is this? And he pulls out a camera. And it's like, so you were there. And it's just like, oh, fuck, it's TMZ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> TMZ. And Kiki Palmer is TMZ. And the oh guy was just gosh. obsessed with getting the shot. And I just love, I, I, I was the only person who laughed in the theater because they were like, what happens with an electric bite meets yeah, yeah, yeah. a force that turns off electricity going in the opposite direction? And he just gets tossed off the bike and just his scream was just so funny. I think, bless everyone who has to sit next to me when I go to a movie and whether I'm with people or alone because I'm loud as fuck as usual all the time everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and I, at that moment I just went, oh no. And, and, <laughs> and the, when the girls in front of me like kind of looked around like, what the fuck is she doing? I was just like, oh no. And I was, but I was, I, I don't care because I was getting so excited for it. I knew, I knew it was going to flip over. Yeah, was, this is, God. Couldn't wait to see it either, because he was set up to be to be flipped, to be hated. Yeah. <sighs> You're a, yeah. You need your winky wings. I'm a yawny boy. So right. yeah. Hashtag yawny boy. Hashtag yawny man. You got the brawny man. I'm the yawny man. Yawny man. That's the laziest paper towel mascot ever. <laughs> it's not even. No, that'd be great actually. The yawny man, and he's just like asleep on a pillow of paper towels. Well, yeah, it's 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 pillows made out of paper towels. Yeah, the Yanni man. Yeah, so, <laughs> so stupid. We we clean up the mess so you can take a nap. Yeah. Yanni man. Oh man. Um. Yeah, the whole uh, the Gordy. Oh, the fucking SNL shit with Stephen Yun explaining. Oh. My God, I wish I was there with a fellow comedian, like lover, when that happened. Again, I was alone and I was disturbing the women in front of me. But I, yeah, I wish I was there with a fellow comedian from Chicago because it made me laugh so hard. And He's Chris like, motherfucking Catan. It's like Chris goddamn I mean, Catan. It's Catan. He's. What is he? <laughs> It's Catan. It's he's fr- element. He's freaking out because it's basically like, you know, playing on the whole Mr. Peepers thing. That, he, I, that monologue was, I want to do that monologue so bad. <laughs> so it's like, it's, not, I, I love, and the whole juxtaposition of like, so that was what it was like. And then it cut to 
It's the first shot you see yeah. of him under the table his with face. blood on his face. His and face. then it, it's like, a, and then it's a match cut. Ooh, love it. it. Was Cinema. So powerful. Yeah. So like classic show don't tell, or especially I love when the like humans do mm-hmm. telling a story that's a, a bold faced lie because you're trying to cope with the trauma of what actually happened. Yeah. So you so he ends up like having this like almost like fucked up uh, pedestalization of Gordy. Who like he like worships that moment and that but in the rea- that like juxtaposition of seeing his face in the moment of absolute terror, oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's what? so damn good. What we're saying, everybody, is that Jordan it's a good Peele. movie. Oh, you did it again, dude. He's three genius. for three. He's a genius. Yeah, I can't. I can't really think where I would rank this. I feel like this is. Because Get Out is very, very good. Get Out's, I think, still my fave of all time. I think this is my second. I, yeah, I, I, I do like it more than Us. I can I can, I can, can say that without a doubt. And th- there's another one I haven't seen. Isn't there? No, he's only made three movies, like directed three movies. Okay, yeah, then I, then I would, yeah, Get Out, um, Nope, and then Us is, yeah. is how I'd, I'd list it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, this very much is like the, my kind of movie. Uh, yeah. yeah, I just love, there's just so much, there's always something going on, it's just funny dialogue, and then everybody has great motivation for what they're doing. Yeah, it's just a great, great summer blockbuster. Yeah. I love it. And like you, that we, was we mentioned, need, what? I was just going to say, we need more movies like this. Yeah, for real. That ties into what I was about to say, which is that they like discuss in the interview, the guy interviewing uh, Jordan Peele was like, I didn't know what genre I was in. You know, I, some moments I was laughing, like, is this a comedy? Other moments I was like thrilled. It's such an adventure. It's 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 horror. Would you say it's a horror movie? And his response was like, I w- kind of I want it to be all I, all of it. I want to blend different genres together and and kind of and I love that. I love well, that so much. Because why yeah, not? Like, why wouldn't you have a little bit of everything? It's definitely like... Don't put yeah. yourself in a box. And he doesn't. Like, that's what he literally said. He tries to be... Yeah. Push himself outside of the box. Yeah, it's definitely like horror, sci-fi, comedy, western. That's what this movie is. Yeah. Yeah, it's all of it. And 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 moments of, like, where the bottom drops out, where there's absolute, you know, dr- drama or tragedy or, you know, like it... It has it has levels. This movie's got levels. Damn, dude. And we love to see it. We love levels. Don't we put love, yourself in a box. We love a good movie, folks. Keep it level, baby. Oh man. Well, Sarah. So you need a nappy nap, Yanni boy. Yeah, I feel like we should wrap this up. I'm actually not gonna nap. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna chill because this is it's a Sunday, everybody. We we like we like that we like to chill on a Sunday. We like to chill on a Sunday. I'm going to chill hard after this. I really should go get groceries. I should clean the house. But honestly, I may just lay on the couch and, and watch YouTube until I fall asleep. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we're going to do that. And then um, I'm trying to think. So, yeah. Come back in two weeks where we have another episode. A little mini episode in which we do a little off topic uh, not really a movie conversation and then we talk about the we reveal what movie we're going to talk about next no